welcome to or welcome back to the podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Daisy May. Oh my gosh. It's been a long time coming, guys. Um, I've been gone for literally like six or seven months. Where have I been? Of course, getting all the quarantine weight, whatever. Um, but we'll dive deeper into that in this episode. I actually can't believe this. I'm saying this. You guys can now see me on Instagram. (gasps) (laughs) So if you are watching me on Instagram, hey guys, what's up? This is my first um, full podcast where you can see me. Um, So if you want to see what I look like, see my facial expressions, laugh along with me, pop on over to my Instagram at Daisy's Diary Podcast and If you want to follow me on Twitter, follow me at DaisySorryPod1. If I'm being honest, where have I been for the past, um, you know, seven months? Um, I've been in the house like everybody else. Um, But like in the house with some, some, some cool shit going on. So first I was... I was I was doing depression you know what I mean um for 95% of last year and then all of a sudden my sister had a baby (laughs) it wasn't really all of a sudden like we knew it was coming of course we knew it was coming um but I got to go home for the entire month of December because um that's when my sister's baby was due and because i work remote thank god i was actually able to just fly on back to chicago get some more COVID tests and boom bop i'm with my family for like the whole month and like there's just shit about you know going home to your family it just really you know really opens your eyes and I wonder if everybody really notices that when they start to get older or if that's just like a me thing like I'm really not that old like I'm only 23 you know we're sucking that up because I turned 24 this year and then like I'm getting close to my mid midlife 25 is not really midlife but like you guys know what I mean, um, my midlife crisis, but I digress. Um, my family, I feel like in my head, I have put this together, this story of my family being like the most perfect people in the world because like, duh, they made me. <laughs> but also, they made me and I should have known that they weren't perfect because bitch, There are just some things that, like, just don't resonate with me. So, for example, like, when I'm at home, I feel like I'm a completely different person. I'm a completely different bitch. Like, here in Atlanta, I'm savage daisy as fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, things just, I just get in there and I just do what I need to do. I don't let people treat me any kind of way. I don't let people talk to me any kind of way. Um, but at home, boundaries change. And I don't think that's healthy, but like boundaries change. So 
every time I go home, it's like I'm a completely different person. Like all of a sudden, nothing matters. All of a sudden, I'm everyone's slave. And I don't, I can't say that I like that. You know what I mean? Like, I become this weird empath that all of a sudden is, like, really worried about what everybody else is, like, feeling. And then I feel it really, really deep. And then I feel like I have to do something to make people laugh or, like overcompensate like going to clean up for somebody or running errands all day or literally like I play Uber driver like Uber Eats driver all the fucking time like it's wild and it's like a double-ended sword it's like one minute I can I want to do the things that I'm doing for my family because it makes the most sense to me. It makes the most sense to want to do those things. Like, why would I not? You know what I mean? But also, you come to a point where you're just like, no, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, leave me the fuck alone. Like, stop talking to me. Like, please, my God. Um, And I got to that point pretty much at the end of our trip. <laughs> and... I got to that point and my family did not understand that I was at that point, even though I feel like I tried to verbalize that as much as humanly possible, that like I was annoyed. I was, I was there. I was, I didn't understand why they kept like expecting me to do stuff. And like, now I understand why they are expecting me to do stuff. But in the moment, I didn't understand, you know, it really... It kind of caused some family drama. But, like, family's not family, not family drama, you know what I mean? And so maybe that's toxic of me, but, like, you know, like, what am I supposed to do? Um, that's just kind of the updates. Here we are back in Jogia, um, where we have flipped the state blue for sure, babes. Like, <laughs> Senate is blue. John Alsop and Raphael Warnock, they're in that bitch. So we're looking good, you know, we're looking good down here. It feels really nice to like wake up in a blue state. It's been really good. Um, yeah, I'm really happy about that. I want to be honest with you guys and let you guys know exactly where the podcast is going, um, especially for this season. I feel like I want this to be a really real place where we explore the weirdest of topics you know what i mean like we really just get deep in there wow um and uh, sex being a huge portion of that i don't want this podcast to be like known as a sex podcast but at the same time i do want it to be like just an open place where we talk about the most scandalous of the scandalous um and that's typically i mean the easiest topic is sex because we're grown we're grown. We do this. We have, we have sexual fans, um, fans like fantasies. <laughs> Not me shortening, shortening a word that doesn't need shortening. Um, but yeah, that's definitely been something on my mind. Um, 
about like where I want the podcast to go. So this upcoming season, season two of the pod, which will be an additional 10 episodes, will be a collection of diary entries from close friends of mine. Um, people that I know, people that I've um, worked with or like chilled with or smoked with or like definitely had a huge relationship with. And within that collection of diary entries, you're going to learn more about my friends and like the people that I surround myself with, as well as um, learning their stories and talking about some real shit. Now, I know I just said I didn't want this podcast to be known as a sex podcast, but the first like five or six episodes are about sex. I can't help it. I'm so nosy. I literally love to chit chat about sex. And I'm about to say something really wild. I'm about to say something so wild that has nothing to do with this episode. But all like random shit. I was on the internet the other day. I was listening to the H Street podcast. And I don't know if everybody else listens to Ethan and Ela Klein. Um, I fucked with them really heavy. But essentially, they were talking to this girl that does OnlyFans. And she was talking about fruit looping. And oh my God, if you are underage, please do not look what fruit looping is online. Like you will get in a lot of trouble from your parents. I swear, I don't even look it up on my computer because I'm worried that the government's gonna be like, no girl, <laughs> no. <laughs> my secret FBI agent that's watching my computer screen all the time, he's gonna think something's up with me. Like he's gonna be like, mm. Daisy's going through some shit. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you what it is because because why not? You know what? Why not? Um, so this girl's pretty much talking about this is so gross. So fruit looping is when someone gapes open their asshole, puts milk and cereal in it, and eats it. Now, <laughs> that's fucking disgusting. Um, but I guess it's a thing. And so then she literally goes into, she goes into like context of like what that actually means and how she actually did it. And I, I thought I was a freaky bitch back like you know when I was in college and shit like I don't think I'm a freaky bitch now like I'm so vanilla like whatever but I just didn't even know that was a thing like literally I was so fucking disturbed (laughs) I was so disturbed about what I heard and how it how it's done and of course because I'm disturbed I'm about to disturb you because there's no way there's there's no way I can keep this to myself. There's no way. And I've been trying to tell myself to not say anything until I get on one of these interviews with one of my friends because I know that they don't know. And if I put it in this episode, they're going to know what Fruit Looping is. Um, so now I have to bring some other shit <laughs> these episodes. But so she essentially how she did it was she put like an anal plug in her ass for like all day to loosen her butthole, which okay (laughs) do what you want but okay whatever um and then 
And then she she tried tried to put milk in her asshole, but there was no, like, like, stopping stopping point. point. So the milk just, like, it wouldn't stay up. And I literally, I fucking wish I was lying, because this is so nasty. But anyway, I'm really saying this with a straight face and, like, low-key laughing, because, like, ew. Then she realized that, you know, there's no, like, bottom to, like, an asshole. Just like your intestines. Like, it's just, like, the milk is going literally back into your intestines. So I don't understand, like, gravity. I don't understand... I don't understand, I don't understand anatomy. anatomy. I never, I never took anatomy. anatomy. Um, so, I so I just don't get how that's, how that's like a thing. And then, and then so once so she realized that there was no bottom hole, she stuck, she stuck one, one of her makeup sponges in her ass, in her ass to, stop to stop the milk from going down. And then, and then her partner put milk and literal fruit loops in her asshole and ate them with a spoon. And then he chewed them up and spit them back in her mouth. That's foul. And you know, I just don't see. I don't see how that's pleasurable. pleasurable. <laughs> like, people are into people some weird, weird shit. shit. Like, like I don't. I don't get. I don't get how, don't footing, get how footing, like, like footing, footing people, like putting someone's genitals between your feet. I don't get how that's pleasurable either. Like it's just kind of weird. Like you know, to each his own. Like who am I to? You know. You know. I'm nobody. I'm nobody. So. That was just kind of like a bonus for you. A bonus for you guys because it just popped in my head and I just couldn't. I couldn't let that one go. I needed. You guys needed to know that one. But let's kind of hop into the juice of the video. And this podcast is like full of realizations that. Last year, Last we, were year we were definitely in an alternate, 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 alternate dimension. dimension. There's no, there's way. no there's way. There's no way. way. Because, because like, it's really, it's really weird, weird because when 2021 started, started I, literally I literally was in a whole other mindset. mindset. Like, Jan 1, Jan 1 it's, like it's like I was a completely new bitch. New bitch. And, and that's, that's so weird. Like, that's like, so weird. Weird. Um, um, and so, things are Things are realized. While I was back at home, home, while 2021 was, 2021, 2021, whoa, 2020 2020 was ruining my life. Um, Um, Trauma trauma has pretty much ruled my life, my whole life. And And like, not my whole life, like there was a period in college where it was almost like, I was never traumatized sexually at all. And that's weird. And also even in high school, like in high school, bitch, I was a hoe. Like I was a hoe. And I know that a lot of people are hoes when um they're sexually traumatized, but like no girl. Like I was a hoe and like loved it. You know, like it was it was my thing. It was my thing. I loved it. It was so fun. Um yeah, I remember it being so fun, and I remember, I remember going to college and being like, and being like I, love being I love being a hoe, it's so good. Um, um, but then somewhere in college, in college like, like, it all just, it all just smacked, smacked me in the head, in the head and, said, and said, girl, you're not okay. You're not okay. You're not okay. You, can't you can't suppress your feelings for a lot longer. So, so I've now I've noticed, noticed that I've probably lost about, like, 
three or four years of my life because of sexual trauma constricting me. Mm, because I'm not always honest about it because like it's just like a lot to talk about you know what I mean like it's not like you want to go to your friend and be like when I was raped when I was 12 and then like from like 12 to like 16 or 17 I was like sleeping with the same guy that raped me when I was like 12 and then like from then on and then we stopped living together I was just sleeping with all these older men like maybe not maybe Maybe we maybe keep that, we to, keep ourselves. that to ourselves. You know, you know what I mean? Like, maybe. But if that's the case, I don't really know. I don't really know how then you're supposed to grasp and get over it. You know what I mean? Um... And like, and like it's not, it's like, not I like I can say any of that shit to my boyfriend. If I said that to my boyfriend, he would just be looking at me like, "Are you okay? Um, do you want to talk about it?" And then I'm just gonna be like, "No, no, no, I don't want to talk about it. You weirdo! Like, no, I was sexually assaulted when I was twelve. I don't want to fucking talk about it." Um, and so. I'm now at this point where I'm like, okay, well, I want to not be so stuck in this place. And I'm really working on how to get through that, which is weird because I've been in therapy for about a year, which comes to my next realization. Um, I don't like my fucking therapist. (laughs) But I feel like I've told you guys that before, like... Me and my therapist, we got into it kind of like one time and she pissed me clean off and I'm like, no. So now I'm feeling like it's time for me to find another therapist here in Atlanta um, that's going to get me all the way right. Because honestly, like I'm shook. Like I'm shook. Like the realization that I literally lost like four years of my life because of sexual trauma like I have convinced myself I was not worthy of a healthy relationship I've convinced myself that I am not lovable I have convinced myself that everything is my fault (laughs) like literally that's like my thing like it's to say like no this is like my fault like I shouldn't have been like that at 12 I should have been you know in a 12 year old's place like what like and although that that that, that, that may be true um you know it's damaging to think about it that way i don't know um so that's like a weird conflict that we're having which is also a huge reason on why I want the podcast to be a very sexually open place because my whole life hasn't always been like sexually open like at one point I remember it being and I thought that was a really fun point in my life um and then I feel myself going back into the shell sometimes you know what I mean so I hope that makes sense and I hope that you know we're we're getting to understand each other a little bit more um the second or i'm sorry the third thing that i've realized so far is that like politics is hobbyism and i was listening to this podcast on hidden brain if you don't listen to hidden brain bitch get you a hidden brain honestly hidden brain is that fucking shit 
um, they really have you thinking real like strategically about life, which is like really weird to say because, bitch, I'm not trying to think strategic. I didn't ask to fucking be here. Um, this is just where the fuck I am. But it really had me at the point where I was like, oh, oh, I think the world is an awful place. And although it is, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It is. Like, it's a pretty awful fucking place. But it's also not what I think it is. It's also like, okay. Excuse me. For example, I'm thinking in politics, I always sit around and talk about how I think that, like, the world is a really fucked up, dumb place. Like, there's this girl that was on my cheerleading squad in high school that my sister almost fought. And if you know who she is, like, this is really fucking funny and we can laugh about it later. Um, And she's, like, such a trumpet, you know what I mean? And... It's just really like people really support him like wow and we've known that like millions of people do but it's also like in my brain if you support him you're an awful person and so the fact that like 60 million people voted for him and my brain calculates to 60 million people are fucking idiots um I don't know like that's a problem for me and then I was listening to that podcast on Hidden Brain and they were just really talking about how like politics is not like what we think it is because it's just something people do as a hobby Like, they don't even, they don't even understand. They don't even really care about, like, what's going on or who's in office or what they stand for. It really doesn't even matter. And so, it just, it made me realize that I was putting too much emphasis on what other people were doing. And it I feel like I don't know what I want to do. Like, I don't know if I want to be involved in politics or if I want to be on the outskirts. But I really hate being uninformed. I hate not knowing what's happening. I hate um, having to vote for someone. And then, like, I get to the voting poll place looking at the fucking people. And I don't even know who some of these people are, you know? So, or what they support. And I think that that is honestly a problem. Should we petition to put like what people support on ballots just so that we know? Would that be too much? Because I feel like, I feel like it should just be in writing. Whatever. Um, I was telling you guys earlier that I quit my job, but it wasn't like a quit quit. It was like a mutual, a mutual thing. Like we both decided that like, you know, there really wasn't a um, point for me to be there just yet. Um, The business that she was running, it just wasn't being run like a well-oiled machine. And 
I didn't feel like I was learning enough from her as my boss. Um, but I learned a lot on my own, which I think was really necessary for me to then kind of be like, oh, I'm going to stand up for, you know, exactly what I want. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that I'm doing my life the way I want to do it. I'm going to make sure that I'm marketing the way I want to do it. I'm going to make sure I'm running my business how I see businesses should be ran. Um, And so, you know, it was kind of hard to let a second heart, a job go because I'm so money motivated, like, and so money focused that I'm just like, money? Out of the window? Oh, no, honey. That needs to go in my pocket. And so now I'm just kind of in this weird place where I'm like, do I get another job? Do I focus on all the stuff that I want to do? Because like stuff like this will eventually make me money. But like not right now. Like I'm literally a nobody. Like nobody knows who I am. Nobody wants to know who I am. Um, and that's fine. You know, I'm, I'm a nobody. <laughs> but I mean, I still feel like that eventually if I don't put in the time now for these things then they will just never be you know so it just I definitely learned some lessons about working on other but on somebody else's brand um versus my own and how I would get upset with her when it came to consistency or how I would get upset with her when it came to discipline and she'd tell me that something was going to be done and then it wasn't um or she didn't enforce anything. Like, if I told her something was going to be done and it wasn't done, she didn't really bother me about it. Um, and that's, like, something I struggle with myself. So, it was really interesting to have to, uh, one, recognize that, like, my abilities weren't needed. But also, like, this is how I, I kind of see that fit. And then lastly, 2020 ended with my sister having her baby and like that's so fucking wild like i don't know how many people that are watching me have had siblings that are very close in their age have a baby or like get married or like something of that nature but it literally was such a whirlwind of emotions especially people having babies during covid i just don't understand like when my sister was pregnant, I almost feel like I wasn't there enough. And it it could just be because I live in Georgia and she lives in Illinois. So it doesn't make sense. Like, I mean, I wouldn't be there enough because I don't live there. Um, but also when she went into labor um, and was going to have the baby, I was like mad. I was like pissed <laughs> because... I just wanted to be there with her and like someone that you've grown up with like your whole life like my sister is my sister is very close to me like we used to get in trouble a lot trouble yeah we did used to get in trouble a lot for fighting we used to like fist fight each other <laughs> when we were like really young I don't know why I guess we were just taking out our frustrations on each other's faces but it's fine um and it's just so weird to think that now she's a mom i can't i can't wrap my head around that i can't wrap my head around 
that change in her life because I also feel like there's a change in my life too um and yeah of course I have another family member but I also feel very like emotionally emotionally attached to my sister's baby and when my older sister my oldest sister had her two kids because I have a niece and a nephew already I felt attached but in a different way like they are nine years younger than me so we we you know we watch tiktok together like that's a problem you know (laughs) um and they're super chill and they're super cool but my oldest sister was never the person that I grew up with so the fact that my sister the one I grew up with now have a baby like one I fucking feel left out because like bitch no one told you to be ghetto and get pregnant during COVID. Um, two, I almost feel selfish because I, <laughs> my niece is so cute and so sweet, but now I don't know if our relationship, me and my sisters, will remain the same because I feel like for the next foreseeable future, a huge portion of our relationship is going to be my niece. Um, And I think that that's fair. But it's just a lot to wrap your head around emotionally. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm really excited though. Like, my niece is so fucking perfect. Like, it does not... It actually makes zero sense. Like, I'm so obsessed with her um and I don't know if I'm obsessed with her because she's my sister's baby or because like somewhere in my brain I think she's my baby I don't know (laughs) I have no clue um but that's just kind of like been our recap of 2020 and where I've been and what I've realized and like where the pod is going um 2021 is pretty much already starting out like shit boy um we just we just don't need to get too excited about the new administration yet you know what i mean like it's not like they're just gonna walk in office and then things are just gonna flip and change and in my brain that's how i want it to go (laughs) but in reality we know that that's not true we know that that's never gonna happen so yeah we'll we'll do it we'll 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 get it together Mm mm-hmm (laughs) yeah absolutely well anyway guys thanks for watching (laughs) this week's shit show of an episode um thanks for welcoming me back welcoming me back to my own podcast i really appreciate it thanks so much for listening don't forget to follow me on instagram at daisy's diary pod um why do i know my instagram at daisy's diary podcast um and on twitter at daisy's diary pod one if you have it in your heart feel free to like this on instagram and share with your friends as well as like wherever you get your podcast apple Podcasts, spotify and leave ratings it really does help the podcast it lets people know that you know it's a good one and hopefully we'll start to pay some of um daisy's bills over here because this ring light wasn't free. This camera wasn't free. I had to fund all of this. 
So, <laughs> if you guys enjoyed the pod, let me know and I'll see you guys soon. Thanks, guys.